0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Yeager Live. In today's episode, I want to talk about exploring one's anger. So, let's get into it. Alright, guys. Welcome to episode 50 of Jaeger Live. Such a great milestone that we have hit on the show and um another milestone, back to back. And I couldn't be happier. I feel like a, a lot of podcasts, you know, intellectually so, when they start their podcast, they're very quick to pull in people to interview and it's it's a smart move because it does um it does help people grow. You know, you, you hook on to a couple people that have established Um, shows, and it's just obviously a very easy transition for them to get those downloads themselves. And it's something that, you know, I go back and forth on had I, maybe if I started this show all over again, if I had to start over, maybe I would have gone that route. But I feel really good about having 50 episodes out and it just being me, just being what I wanted to talk about things that are going on in my life, things that um, I, you know, my trials and tribulations of this journey of self-development and self-improvement, and um, I feel good about that. I can really say that, honestly, with this point and the route that I chose with this show, I wanted to develop a good foundation. And I think 50 episodes of just me talking to you guys um, one-on-one, it really... It really helps me connect. I feel like it's easier for you guys to understand who I am. Um a lot of times when people start shows and they start these podcasts and they bring other people in, you don't really get to to feel like you're connected to that host or you know, sometimes it's co-hosts and uh, there's a lot of personalities jump jumping around and it's really hard to connect with that. And I, I thought when I started this show I really wanted it to be more about the connection that I had with the audience versus the growth that i probably could have had i mean it's 2020 right i feel like you can you can always look back on it and be like oh well, i could have done it this way but i didn't i chose to do it this way i feel i feel good about it and um so here we are episode 50 um i wanted to talk about something today that i feel that I can't really talk about other than theoretically and philosophically because it is something that I struggle with a lot. And not in the way like... that's. It's one of those things I think that was kind of embedded in me as as a young child. And it was something that I could never really break away from because as fucked up as it sounds like i understand the power of it i get the power of it and anybody and it it sounds like a shitty thing to say because anybody who's been on the receiving end of anger it it hasn't been a great experience and i've been on the receiving end of anger um and i i understand how powerful the emotion is when someone gets angry like you feel like, you feel that person, you know what I mean? Like, it's not just they're upset about something. Like, if they're angry, then that, you know that you've ignited something deeper than just, like, an annoyance or an irritation. Like, it's bothered them to a really high degree. And they're angry about it, you know? And it's been something that I have like i said it, you know it started when i was a young child i knew that i was cuz it's classic shit you know um my dad left when i was young if you know if, if you guys are first time listeners you know my dad left when i was younger so i developed a a short fuse and i i, I think obviously part of it was I didn't have that father figure or that male role model show me what it was to be a real man. And I was insecure about that. And so I assumed that the way you act is you respond with anger. If someone, you know, disrespects you, talks about your family, um, whatever tries to, tries to dominate you in any way you react in anger. And it caused a lot of problems growing up. It obviously caused more problems as I grew older. And um, I think one of the worst things was going into the Marines because it just really amped that up to the umpteenth degree. There's nothing like having anger issues and then having this whole society that you're around nurturing that idea that, that emotion to, to push forward and put that at the forefront of who you are. I've talked about this before on previous episodes when I had first gotten back from Iraq. And when I first gotten out of the Marines, I was very, very angry. I had a very short temper. Um, A lot of it had to do with my PTSD and um, not knowing how to deal with that emotion. But, you know, um, right after I got out, my wife had left me like i want to say like a week after i got out you know i just had a lot of crazy shit going on and since a, at since an early age i knew that responding with anger was the only way that i could feel like i was in control in some way you know what i mean it wasn't like it wasn't like you know if i was necessarily angry at that point i just felt like it was one of those things that i could, it was one of the few things that i could control in my life was my emotions and i knew that and so obviously anger was my emotion of choice i i'd like to say that i have i've really come a long way since since um uh, my young 20s i've really come a long way in learning how to find alternate means and um not getting caught up in that emotion necessarily and really staying away from people in situations that kind of feed that emotion because a- anger man it's a powerful it's a powerful drug it's really it's really something what i started to realize was what was i really gaining from this the way i acted about a lot of things being pissed off Holding grudges, being pissed off at people, uh, being angry at the world, my situation, my ex, you know, there's, there was nothing to gain on the back end. And it took me a long time to realize that, that there was nothing to gain from that. And um, I think it kind of made me analyze and uh, reflect on my, my history with anger and it helped me heal a little bit from that. And I think that's kind of important to... I think it's important to as, as part of the process of maybe healing in your own way. Whatever you guys might be going through out there. Um, understanding like what is to be gained from the emotions. The negative emotions that you're putting out there. And I'm sure if you're struggling with any kind of emotions... That are negative. Anger's right at the top, because anger stems from a lot of shit. It, it stems from fear, and insecurities, and sadness, and ultimately, you're left with anger. But I think the point that I'm making is that you know when when you have a fear, or when you have that insecurity, or you're sad, um, these things that really ignite the. F- the anger in you. It's because you feel like you don't have control. Like when you're sad, when you get divorced or you lose somebody, you feel like you've lost control. Like everything that you thought was right in your world has been torn apart. And it's really scary. There's a, it's very scary. I've been there. I've lost people. I've lost, you know, I've had divorces. I know what it's like to be on that end and, and be afraid of what you're going to do, what's what's next. And it's such an overwhelming emotion that the anger that follows is so strong because it's in direct correlation of of what you're feeling, whatever that underlying feeling is. There's a really great analogy that I saw on Instagram the other day. And it was a reel of this professor. And he pours a glass of water. And he asks his students, he goes, can anybody guess how many, how much this cup weighs? So, you know, he's like, anybody. And they're all kind of looking at him. And somebody finally says, 8 ounces. And he shakes his head. And 12 ounces, 16 ounces, 18 ounces. And he says, basically, that the contents of the glass don't really matter. If you sit there and you hold the glass up, the longer you hold it up, the harder it is to hold. He uses this analogy to explain what anger does to your body, what it does to you. The longer you hold on to the anger in your body, the more damage it's going to do to you. And it really just kind of like, It was just, it's such a simple analogy and it's something that anybody, anybody could say. And it's not like, it's not that very deep and profound, but when, when you're ready to receive that information, you hear it randomly and you're not expecting it. You know, your guard's not up to shut people down, to say things to you about certain things. Um, they just hit you differently and this one hit me differently and i i like it i liked it because it gave me a perspective that i was looking for it was giving me words to what i knew and what i felt but didn't really know how to put it in in terms that i could explain to people and this to me just explained it perfectly and i was like oh that's perfect that's that's what I'm going to talk about in this week's show because I think it gives, it, it illustrates perfectly what I think anger does to you. It's like a cancer. And it will destroy you. I've seen it destroy people. And sometimes, you know, to numb that anger and to numb those feelings, you know, you turn to other things. Drugs, alcohol, um, any kind of addiction. I mean, you can put it... uh, Drugs and alcohol, you know, they always get the rap, the bad rap of the addiction. I'm using air quotes there. They get the bad rap of the addiction, but there's so many other addictions out there that people just... Eating is another one. Um, Shopping is an addiction. I know people that go to the fucking gym all the time. I was talking to a friend the other day and, um, we were talking about working out and they were saying that they work out for two hours. And I thought that was interesting because I don't believe that you need to work out for two hours a day. I mean, intensely like that, like in the gym, pushing them weights. I don't think that there's anything to gain from that. and. There's a lot of science to back me up, but there isn't anything to gain from that. But anyway, um, but I get it. I understand because that is their addiction to um, grief and sadness and anger. And that's a process, you know, and that's a process for people to learn how to deal with that anger but i just feel that if if you understand where it's that anger is coming from because the it's like um you know the cause and effect what causes this to to bring you to this point to kind of wrap this up with a, an idea that i i read on a um a buddhist quote page it said before you speak let the words pass through three gates. Is it true? Is it necessary? And is it kind? I think anger can be handled properly. I think it's an, I think it's an emotion that we're going to have. I think it's something that we have to learn to adapt to and um control to an extent because there's people that get angry and then there's people that get angry and then they get physical so i think or you know verbally abusive too not just physically but um i thought that was an interesting an interesting idea that you analyze why you're angry and then before you get pissed off and say something that you're more undoubtedly going to regret at some point in your life whether it be right after you said it whether it be years you thinking back i mean i think back on shit that i said and i did and god damn it i wish i could take things back i wish i could take a lot of things back that i did but it's like it should it should reach certain parameters for you is it worth it is it going to bring anything is it going to bring anything helpful Or is it just for your selfish satisfaction to hurt somebody? I don't know. Food for thought. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you guys. Um, As always, if you find value in the show, please share it with somebody. And um, if you haven't subscribed already, please do that. And I'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.